0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Keto Transformations podcast. This week we have Jen joining us from Instagram. You can find her there under the name Keto in the City. So Jen, how long have you been keto?
1: So I've been keto now for two and a half years. I started in January, kind of like a New Year's resolutions type thing, and have been going strong ever since. I actually kind of have a long history with low-carb diets. Basically, about 10 years ago, I had a doctor recommend it to me because my psoriasis and my psoriatic arthritis were kind of out of control, and I was trying a lot of different things. And he didn't necessarily recommend low-carb, but he recommended that I cut sugar out of my diet. And so that was kind of like my first step and first foray into any sort of connection with what I was eating, making my autoimmune disorders worse. I had had 10 years of autoimmune disorders before that, but no doctor had ever mentioned um, that connection and I had never connected it myself. So that was really the beginning of my journey.
0: So was it actually the autoimmune disorder specifically that motivated you to try keto?
1: Yes, absolutely. Like I said, it's been about 20 years now, but I've always, I've kind of been searching. I've done Atkins. I've done a lot of different things. I wasn't able to find Atkins sustainable for the super long term because I felt like I was always hungry, even though I did really like a low carb lifestyle. And so when I started doing some more of the research, I had already gone gluten free and I was having some more inflammation issues. And I just decided to kind of dive a little bit deeper into different nutritional plans and, and that's when I found keto, which I was like, well, this is all the things I loved about eating low carb, but with this twist of more moderate protein and higher fat, which of course, I feel like most people when they're doing more traditional low carb, it's higher protein, didn't even really think about the fat content when I was doing low carb and just super low carb, but that's why I was always hangry. So I was like, maybe it's this fat that's actually the key to helping me do this for hopefully the rest of the my life because I was just looking for something that was going to really be a lifelong solution for me versus something for any kind of short-term benefit.
0: So what benefits have you noticed since you started Keto? So I noticed a decrease in like
1: overall inflammation. And when I say inflammation, like I have psoriatic arthritis. So I have a lot of joints that are affected by that. I have the destructive kind of psoriatic arthritis, so similar to a rheumatoid. So my body basically attacks itself in its joints. And so I'm on pretty intense biologic medication ever since I was diagnosed 20 years ago. So I've pretty much done all I can on the medication front to to help control it the best I can. Unfortunately, even on the highest doses, my body continues to kind of like have joints that are destructing. So- because I can't do any more on the medication front, except for continuing to do what I'm doing, I decided that diet is something that I can control personally. And so that's why I really started keto. And within the first two weeks, I noticed a big decrease in gut inflammation, which even though gut is not a joint, like it definitely like is the center of all things inflammation in your body, in my opinion. So I was having a lot of stomach issues. And within two weeks, my gut inflammation was significantly better. My stomach issues were gone. That was huge. And then my joints and my skin also started feeling better within that first month as well. And then within the first six months, I guess, I think I lost about 20 pounds. And then since then, I've lost 30 pounds overall.
0: So Jen, have you faced any challenges or had any setbacks since you started?
1: No, like I think I've decided for myself that it wasn't necessary for me to kind of do like refeeds or carb ups or some of the stuff that other people find necessary at least it hasn't been necessary so far I kind of feel like personally for me that would be kind of like a pitfall for me so um, I think it would be dangerous so I haven't done anything like that I've tried to stay really like along the course of more traditional keto I haven't really switched it up a whole lot been working for me so far I mean my only struggle are just with my autoimmune disorders in general. So I was on a medication for a long time that stopped working. So I've had to try to experiment to find a new one that will. But I do feel like really confident that I was for 20 weeks kind of trying a medicine that didn't work. And so typically during a period like that, it would like kind of spiral really quick into being in a lot of pain. So during the difficult times that I've had just joint wise, I've been even, you know, kind of more committed than ever to keto and haven't really had any trouble with that. So it's not really something I think about anymore either. It's just kind of like what I eat and how I live. So luckily I haven't had a lot of
0: problems. It is what it is. That's what I eat. (laughs)
1: Just a natural thing that I do. So, and I really believe that it makes a big difference. So, I mean, I think it's important to kind of figure out what that why is for you. You know, people ask me all the time, like, how have you been able to do it for this long? I'm like, well, I have a big motivation, you know, like I have a lot that I want to do in life and I have a lot that I want to achieve and I have a child that I want to like live my best life for and eating this way enables my body to not be in pain every day (laughs) and enables my body to move better it enables me to be able to do all the things that I want to do so that's my why but I think everyone needs to figure that out for themselves and if you know feeling amazing isn't enough in terms of like the energy and all the other benefits that come with it, then you have to figure out that deeper reason for yourself, whether it is weight loss to be better for your family or whether, you know, whatever that case may be. I mean, that's what's going to drive you to stay on keto long term.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You got to find your why. You do. So Jen, do you intermittent fast? I do. When I started
1: keto, the first books I read weren't really keto books, but they were the bulletproof diet book by Dave Asprey and then also brain brain um, at the same time. That was kind of my intro into, you know, just learning more about nutrition. And so Bulletproof obviously um, has Bulletproof intermittent fasting and that I started doing that probably sometime within the first six months or so of starting. And I really love it. And I do it most days unless, like I said, like there are days where I'm like, eh, I really want breakfast today. Or a lot of times on the weekends, like I'll have go out to breakfast with my daughter or something like that and eat an omelet or whatever. But for the most part, I would say like 85% of the time, I do the bulletproof intermittent fasting where I can have the fatty coffee in the morning.
0: Do you exercise regularly?
1: I do, but I do with the kind of help of physical therapists. So in January, what I started doing was going to Pilates, but at my physical therapy studio, which is really awesome because I used to go to Pilates classes, but a lot of my joint issues are in my hands. And so it was kind of discouraging for me to try to like keep up with class. And I didn't want to be that one who had to do it different than everybody else. So now I go there, which is amazing. And it's just me and the teacher. So I do that and then ride my bike on the beach, which isn't too hard on my joints. And then the first year, year and a half, I did a lot more swimming because I lived by this pool that was at my gym. But lately, I haven't been doing as much of that kind of switched it over
0: to Pilates. Plus, anything on the beach is so much fun.
1: It is fun. I mean, I'm obsessed with the beach. So anything
0: at the beach, I'm good with. Do you track your macros?
1: I used to all the time when I first started in the Carb Manager app, and I still do occasionally. And when I make new recipes, I put those in the Carb Manager app also. But I don't track all day, every day anymore. I just kind of like, if I'm eating something that I'm not sure about or whatever, then I go in there and try to track it. But otherwise, no. I mean, I kind of feel like now I know what I can eat and how much of it or whatever. But I think it's helpful in the beginning,
0: Do you find keto to be more or less expensive than your previous way of eating?
1: I don't think it's more expensive at all think you kind of end up eating less. So I think it all kind of like balances out. I think it is different for people who have families maybe who aren't eating keto. So they're kind of buying different things above and beyond. I'm not sure. But my house is keto. So my daughter eats keto at home. So I haven't found a big difference. But you know, I definitely am more conscious now of looking for like high quality, like the uncured bacon and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But I've always spent a lot of money foods like one of my favorite thing so (laughs) so I'm down with spending a little bit more on it but I think it's totally doable to do keto on whatever budget you set for
0: yourself grocery wise and do you have any tips for making it more affordable
1: obviously I think if you like to cook or can find like a new desire to cook it's obviously always cheaper to eat at home right so hopefully like the easy recipes that you can find whether you're finding them online or on blogs or in my cookbook hopefully I'll help you kind of get that like renewed sense of I could cook this and I could either like buy it in bulk and make it in my slow cooker on the weekend and eat it all week or just getting creative like that I think saves a lot of money I know I always kind of like cringe when I eat out with all my lunch people every day. I'm like, oh, like $15 lunch or whatever, like you could buy like some really nice like steaks. I mean, I think cooking is the best way to save money and also obviously be able to totally be in control of what you're eating versus like wondering about sauces or marinades or things like that. I like having
0: that control. So Jen, what are a few of your favorite keto staples that you always have on hand?
1: Eggs for sure. I love eggs, deviled eggs, fried eggs, any kind of eggs I like. I always have bacon and I always have cauliflower because my favorite
0: easy thing
1: to eat is kind of roasted cauliflower and I roast it in the bacon grease. So I usually have that and then I almost always have like something like briny, like pepperoncinis or olives or capers or something like that to add like bursts of flavors to things. And then I usually always have salmon. I love salmon. I probably eat salmon like four days a week, whether it's at home or like in poke form or sushi form or sashimi form. I eat a lot of salmon and I love that. And then, oh, I love from Trader Joe's. They make those little baby breeze. They're just like a really tiny little circle. They come in little individual packages. I eat a lot of that and I eat a lot of prosciutto. That's my favorite little
0: combo. What meals make it into your weekly rotation? In my cookbook,
1: there's a chicken melanase, which is like a pounded like chicken breast to get pretty thin. And then you coat it in like this crushed pork rind breading. That's like one of my daughter's favorite you can actually do the same thing on like pork chops or whatever but that's like definitely one of my daughter's favorite favorite things so I make that a lot with just like a arugula salad sometimes like a caprese salad or something so that's a good one some of my other ones I like to make like bibimbaps or just like weird little bowls of like different ingredients that might have like some steak and like an egg and like some cauliflower rice or different things where you can kind of like customize the bowls a little bit depending on what you want and then I really love like easy breakfast for dinner type things so whether it's like a frittata or like making cream cheese pancakes or something since I feel like I never have time to make breakfast during the day I like making it at night or I love slow cooker stuff too that I can just like leave all day like carnitas or
0: whatever it just makes it super easy on you yeah I like super easy super easy is the best way Now, Jen, what is your favorite keto recipe or dish?
1: I like all things nachos. Pork fry nachos take like five minutes. It's so easy. So I love that. But also like one of my favorites was surprising to me because I used to not be a coconut person and I'm still not a coconut person, but I do like things with coconut milk in them is there's like this blackberry chia pudding that I make um, with coconut milk that I really love. And I was like, the first time I made it, I had chia seeds and I'm like, I don't even know what to do with these trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to make this. And I loved it. And I was like, so shocked. I liked it. So it could be a breakfast or dessert. I like that one. That one's really good. And then definitely there's like a double pork frittata that I make all the time. And my parents who are not keto love that frittata also so and they're kind of picky so i feel like if they like it and and i like it then pretty much anyone will like it you can put anything in a frittata but i like that one so those are probably like my main go-to's besides also the cream cheese pancakes which get made often in my household
0: so what do you enjoy most about keto
1: i just think the freedom like i i think that you can make it work anywhere you go which is key for me like I'm always on the go so whether it's I'm at work or we also travel a ton um, or I like to eat out and try new restaurants so all of those things are really important to me so the fact that I don't have to feel like I have to look ahead at a menu or like make special accommodations like that I'm, I'm really confident that no matter where I go I can probably find like a piece of meat or fish I can eat and something that I can eat on the side or vegetable wise or salad wise or whatever. Like if I had to overthink it, I wouldn't enjoy keto as much as I do, but I never feel like
0: I have to do that. Yeah. It's so great that you can really just go anywhere you want, know that you can find something to eat and you can even check menus ahead of time.
1: Yeah. At this point, you know, I don't even really worry about it. Like I know I can maybe ask one or two questions and overall like always find something.
0: Now, Jen, before you go, what tips or advice would you give to a keto newbie? Okay, so for a keto newbie, I would say
1: a lot of people kind of like paralyze themselves with trying to like digest all of the information first. And I would say just start, like just start by like cutting out the high carb food, start by trying to stick to you know, like meat or fish and vegetables and some fats and like not get super stressed out about like, oh my God, I don't know what a macro is or all these different things. Just start by cutting out the obvious big sugar and carb filled foods and then tweak and adjust and learn more as you go. Don't try intermittent fasting from day one along with macro calculators, along with like trying all these other crazy recipes out there and all this stuff just like keep it super simple allow your body to kind of like go through these changes in the first initial weeks like man you know eat a ton of avocado and spinach to kind of help like manage your potassium and magnesium drink a bunch of water you know like use a good salt and then and that's it like in the first you know a few weeks or even month and then as you kind of get more used to eating that way then you can start kind of layering other things on if you want or if like if you feel like you really need to start tracking or you know whatever those things might be but I would say start as simple as you can and don't feel like you have to like go all in with all these other things you hear people doing right from the beginning
0: yeah do not overwhelm yourself Yeah, it's it's already a big change. Like if you've been eating
1: a certain uh, way, a standard American diet or whatever for, you know, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever the case may be, it's going to take your body some time to adjust. So just kind of like be nice to it, get rest, eat good food, but don't like stress out about all the other details in the very beginning until you're kind of ready to layer those things onto your lifestyle. And then I would say the main thing you do want to know about though is that you do have to manage your electrolytes and you do need to kind of get through that keto flu phase or whatever it might be. And there's lots of ways to help like minimize the impact that that might have on you, but it's going to impact people in different ways. It really didn't impact me that much, but it impacted my daughter a lot when she first went keto. But, you know, just by kind of like giving her the right foods and, you know, kind of making sure she was hydrated and giving her more salt. Um, for In her case, I gave her a lot of Powerade Zero. That helped her a lot. But it's, everybody reacts a little bit differently, but if you kind of know what you need to do to kind of help supplement yourself, then I think you'll be
0: a lot more successful. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jen. Have a great week. Bye guys. Bye.